welcome to Infinite Prattle. Uh, on this episode, uh, I'm recording. Firstly, firstly, let's get to this. I'm recording in my mum's kitchen because I'm currently on holiday in Ireland. So I'm, I'm recording a couple of episodes in advance. So I'm recording this on, what date is it today? It's it's at 20 past midnight on Saturday the 17th of February. So it's the early hours of the Saturday. Uh, and I'm in my mum's kitchen, currently on a holiday. Uh, my mum's from Ireland and I'm over visit, visiting her as I'm sure I've mentioned previously that she lives here. Uh, and I've decided to try and be organised and record a few advanced episodes, or a couple at least anyway, to save me um, scrambling around like a madman. Because uh, I've got a few things going on at the moment, I've got a few guest episodes coming up, so I'm trying to be organised, you know, trying to, try, trying to be, you know, kind to myself. So anyway, um, today's episode is going to be about Ireland. Uh, I know I've done an episode previously about the Irish Connection, my family here, and I want to talk a bit about today. It's about tourism, really, about why you should visit Northern Ireland. So let's get into that one. You're listening to Infinite Prattle with your host, Stephen. Thanks for joining me for unscripted, unedited, everything. Beautiful. Yes, thank you very much for joining me uh, on this uh, episode. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, very welcome to you. Um, the name lives up to its reputation. I do prattle infinitely um, about anything. Um, so enjoy. Uh, and if you're a recurring listener, thank you for your continued patience. Um, yes. So, Island. Um I'm going to be mainly focusing on Northern Ireland because that's where I visit the most, to be honest. That's where my family is from and that's where I kind of call my heart home, where I feel like, um, even though I, I'm from Cheshire and I'm English, um, I was born in Crewe in Cheshire, that's where I live currently. Um, I feel like this is, this, is, this is where my heart lies, really. Uh, I've been visiting Northern Ireland uh, for 40 years. I am 40. I've been coming here since I was born, and let's let's face it. Let's, as I say, there's an elephant in the room. There's really no elephant in the room. It's pretty obvious, you know. Uh, Northern Ireland's had its issues, you know. Um, the troubles that have been going on here for hundreds of years, technically, um, have 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 tainted uh, people's impressions of the place, uh, rightly or wrongly. Uh, and I, I'm not going to go too much into the, the history and, and the whys and wherefores, but fundamentally, um, it comes down to borders and religion and um, <clears throat> more complex matters uh, that I'm not going to go into here. But fundamentally, that that's what it's about. And and visiting here as a child, um, you know, when you when you're really young, you don't really you don't really pay too much mind. To, to stuff like that, it's it's kind of an adult thing to listen to, and kids don't really listen to that. And and my mum and dad didn't really want me to to know some of the stuff until I was a bit older. But you know, you pick up stuff. You know, people are talking in rooms, and um, you know, you you do pick up stuff. Um, and have I seen stuff when I was visiting here years ago? Of course I have. You know, I've heard things, seen things, um, witnessed things that you know probably. You wouldn't get anywhere else, and 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 having a normal, you know, especially normal holiday that 
And we used to spend our summer holidays here, uh, Christmases sometimes, Easter's. Pretty much we used to be over here every opportunity we could get. And I try and do that now where I can. Uh, bloody work gets in the way though. <laughs> so, yeah, so obviously the troubles and stuff have been very, very bad in the past, especially in the 60s and the 70s. And that's how my dad met my mum. He was over here serving in the army, um, in the British army, and he was a paratrooper, and they met, and, you know, he whisked back to England, and and years later, me and my, me and my brother were born. Uh, they unfortunately got divorced 20 years ago. It's 20 years ago this year, scarily enough. Uh, and she decided to move back when they got divorced, um, which, was, which was hard, you know, because obviously the distance and stuff, but it's a great place to come and visit, and I've got, got like a... Always got like a holiday home kind of thing, and it's great to see my mum. But it always goes so fast when I'm here, trying to fit so much in. Um, so what what do I do when I'm here, and and how has it changed? Well, I'll tell you how it's changed. It's nowhere bloody like it was when I was coming here as a kid. You no, know, forty years is a long time, but you know the peace process has been in. You know the you know for you know what twenty five years now, maybe longer twenty, nearly thirty years probably. Um, is it as long as that? I don't know. When was it signed? I can't remember. Late nineties, I think. Uh, anyway, um, I I remember when I came when I was first coming across here. My my grand well, my mum doesn't live in Belfast. She lives on the outskirts. Like, well, more, more say outskirts. She lives near Carrickfergus, which is another very famous place. Um, but my granddad lived in Belfast. Uh, we're you know Protestant family. We could class ourselves as, and we used to come over regularly. And I have seen like bombs being disposed of. You know the robot in in Belfast city centre, um, because there's been a suspicious package and they've had to call the army in. And from a very young age, like they, they I think people forget that the army used to walk the streets here. Even in the 80s and early 90s, the army used to do road checks, like barricades. They used to walk the streets. They they used to, like, this, you know, deactivate a lot of suspicious packages on a daily basis. Um, the news reports here were, were quite bad. Every night it was someone else in a sectarian beating or a shooting or a um, petrol bomb attack or a bomb going off in someone's car or... You know, the police being targeted, etc. So it, it, even then, it, it was pretty, pretty bad. If, you know, for even today's standards, but still a shadow of its of its former self. Uh, but it could have quickly escalated into something worse. But you know, I've I've seen things. I you know, I always remember when being a kid as not being told to leave anything everywhere. You know, you know, don't forget your bag. If you pick your bag up, you know, if you're doing any shopping, don't leave, you know, don't leave it on the floor. Don't leave it unattended. Um, and there's something that I never noticed until my mum told me as well. That there was very few, if any, uh, waste, waste litter bins, uh, you know, trash cans around Belfast because, you know, um, an easy thing to put a bomb in, basically. And the, the streets were immensely clean because mum said from, from when she was a kid, um, you know, both sides used to put bombs in, like, cigarette packets and small parcel bombs and pipe bombs. And so the, the streets were always kept clear and you were told to take your rubbish home with you and not leave anything anywhere. And even if you would leave a carry bag on the street, 
like it would would probably cause an evacuation because of how heightened the fear was for a, for a, for a, for a bombing. So, you know, we we kind of we, me and my brother kind of grew up with that, and uh, even we didn't. I don't think I I had too much problems as a kid with like anyone trying to find out whether I was English or or Protestant or Catholic and stuff like that. I've been asked a few times, but never never like super seriously. But kids kids, you know, didn't really pay it too much mind. Um, my my cousins on the Shankill. We used, to, we used to get together and, and we used to we used to play and sometimes the kids would be like, Oh, you English are you? Oh right, cool. And they kinda of, they, they kind of in the know, but I think they used to test me and my brother about, oh, do you know what you know, do you know what this is, do you know what that means, do you know, do you know about the falls road and stuff? And they used to question us a little bit. And we you know, we we're in the know, but I, I was never that asked about anything. Like I've always been very much like if you know, if you've not done anything to me, you know, then let's just get on kind of thing. And the whole religious thing over here and the and the and, and the border situation and, and the whole thing about how you know how many people suspected deaths and stuff is is for me is just it's just bonkers and I know people have their causes and stuff and passions but when it comes to like innocent people being affected by it it's you know it's it's never good and it's and it's affected Belfast and and the whole of Ireland really uh, that its growth and development and I think. When, when the peace process was signed and, you know, was it the Good Friday Agreement? Um, within a few years, there was an immediate effect. You know, it, it felt nicer over here. There was always a bit of a tension. I, I never really noticed it too much when I was a kid. Even into a young teen, you know, into a teenager. Uh, you, you see you see things, what you pick things up on. But I was, I was never scared. I'll say that. I was never scared to visit Northern Ireland um, or Southern Ireland. Even with the police walking around with machine guns and such things, I just thought it was a bit cool. And that sounds weird, but I thought it was quite cool to see like the the robotic thing destroying a, a, a suspicious package and seeing the army and being stopped at a, stopped at a checkpoint. I never felt unsafe, and I thought that was cool. Um, I think the only time I felt a bit unsafe was was one time that there was some activity going on where the IRA were with kind of targeting ex-military uh, personnel. And in England as well, they weren't just keeping it into into Ireland. They were they were visiting people in England, and we got stopped at a checkpoint once. And the the, the squad is basically immediately. My dad looks like a, like he was in the army, and they immediately said, "Where did you serve, mate?" And he was like, "Oh, over here." He says, "This is my wife, and we're over here visiting her relatives." And they literally said to him, "Like, keep your head down. Basically, don't tell anyone anything." And my dad had to say to us, "Like, listen, if anyone asks, you know, about me, tell them nothing." And I think that's the only time I thought, whoa, it's quite serious over here, isn't it? And I was probably about 10 or 11 at the time. Um, and that's probably the only time I felt like a bit, huh, bloody hell, it can get real. Um, I've heard gunshots as well. I'm really selling this very well. Um, I've heard gunshots when I've been sleeping at my granddad's house, heard people firing weapons in the street. And when I was very young, my mum and dad used to say it was just people setting fireworks off. Uh, naughty people setting fireworks off when it wasn't fireworks night. Um... But yeah, it's uh, it's 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 a place that I I can't describe unless you really visit, it. and I can't describe that kind of kind of divide unless you see it. I mean, there's a wall that goes through part of Belfast to separate Catholics and Protestants, and in in 2024, that's still bizarre to me that that's a thing. Um, but anyway, as it is today, um, 
things are so much nicer. Like Belfast is so such a metropolis of of, of shops and activity and for me it's one of the best it's, it's well it's the best shopping experiences i think you can get there's so many diverse shops um local shops uh craft shops you know high street chains there's like two or three shopping centers in the middle of belfast loads of high streets restaurants uh, there's a market you know great transport and i i just love coming over here and visiting and even though I've done loads and loads of activities here, I still redo them because it's brilliant. Um, you know, we, you know, Ireland has had, has had a massive upturn, and you know, Brexit hasn't helped things. Um, but I, I'm kind of focusing on Northern Ireland, but Southern Ireland, uh, Republic of Ireland, much love for that. We we spent um about what was it, about a week last year. Um, 70th in Galway and travelled around a little bit. Beautiful, beautiful place. So you know, um, I might, I might kind of talk about Northern Ireland, but I'm, I'm, I'm. If I do, it's kind of like a, you know, a slip of the tongue. Like I'm meaning Ireland in general. I just, I just say Northern because it's just where I've been visiting. Um, I have an Irish passport. Like you know what I mean. Like I, I was able to apply for an Irish passport and I did, and I'm proud to have an Irish passport. I'm proud of my Irish descendancy. Uh, I don't shy away from it. I think it's what makes me a little bit, bit mad and a bit me, and I, I love that. Um, but anyway, I I would say, you know, regardless of all the things I've just said, like, don't get me wrong, it's no better roses over here. There is still things bubbling under the surface, but it's it's such a fragment of even what I saw when I was a kid that you know really don't worry about it. If you're not gonna, you know, as long as you don't stray, it's like any city. As long as you don't stray into the wrong places and ask stupid questions. Or give stupid answers, then you you'll be completely safe. But you can say that for Liverpool. You can even say that for where I live in Crew. You can say that for Liverpool, Manchester, anywhere. You know, if you're in the wrong place or you're doing stupid things, you're gonna, you know, you'll possibly come to grief. Um, but Belfast has such an investment into it. You know, the town centre is is what it was when I was a kid. It's unrecognisable in places. Um, yeah, and. It's just—it's easy to get to as well. Belfast City Airport is literally—is literally five minutes from the city centre. Um, me and Sarah got married in in Belfast, which I think I've touched on before. And when we invited people to come to the wedding, it's a lot to ask someone to travel to a different country. You know, it's—it's it's only Belfast, but you know, it's still a plane ride, it's still a hotel, etc. Um, everyone that that came either has been back or are planning to come back. That's that's the sort of place it is, you know. The people, um, despite the history, are just the the nicest, nicest people. Um, you'll you'll normally get a, like, for example, you'll normally get a queue in a shop, not because the shop's busy, it's because everyone's chatting to each other, basically. So you'll you'll go to the, you know, it's the it's the nicest place. Like when you from where I am, like shop assistants rarely talk to you properly. You know, they don't they, they want you in and out. It's a job to them. Whereas over here. They'll natter away to you. They'll engage you properly. Um, and that's so refreshing. And you almost don't mind that there's a queue because when it is your turn, like, you get to have that experience as well. Um, yeah, it's, I just love the place. It's just love. And I am a bit pious because it's, it's like, it's my heart place, as I've said. It's the place that I love, love to be and it's where I would love to return and live to. I'd love to live here. I'd love to. 
um, at some point, you know, you know, I would say I say return as if I've ever lived here. I've never lived here. I've only holidayed here and visited family. Um, but there's so much to do here as well. I'm not just in Belfast. I'm, I'm kind of focusing on Belfast, but you know, you've got the coast roads and the scenery here is beautiful. And everyone says it rains a lot on Ireland. It does rain a lot, but you know, when it when it's the, the weather's so changeable, it can literally, if you especially if you're driving, um, it, it can literally be raining. And then you go over the brow of a hill and it'll be glorious sunshine and dry. And and the greens are the greenest greens you'll ever see in Ireland. It is true. The, it is true what they say. Um, but you've got the coast roads up, you know, the north coast road. My mum's very lucky. It's this kind of thing you probably take for granted when you live live with it. But, you know, five minutes and she's onto the coast road and, you know, driving north. Ireland's quite small as well. You can pretty much drive across it in a few hours, so... It's not it's not too bad travel wise. The the problem is, is it makes it slower is because the roads they don't really have a, a really really good motorway network going through the middle of Ireland. Um, so you can get to certain places fast and like bits bit are slow. So, but three hours will take you quite far into 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 Belfast. So you probably I'll probably say you go north to south in less than five hours, probably less than four hours. Um, just off the top of my head. I might be wrong. Google it. Sue me. <laughs> but you know, it's it. There's so there's so many things to see, so many landmarks to see, and then the advent of like, Ireland's been really, really, really getting on the bandwagon of the filming locations. And me and me and Sarah were watching a film actually called Lift, um, with Kevin Hart, and we we noticed a couple of film locations. Literally, one of them is down the road at the 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 motor, uh, the rail museum, um, that that we go to for breakfast. I think we're going there tomorrow morning. Um, or this morning as it is, because it's like bloody half, half 12 at night. Um, and we recognised it straight away. We're like, is that, is that Whitehead train station? The, the, you know, the, the, the rail museum train station. It's, it's not in use. It's a heritage trail. But we recognised it straight away. And there was a bar in Belfast that was used, the Crown Bar. And they were, they were passing it off as a bar in Belgium. But we recognised it straight away as the Crown Bar in Belgium. In Belfast, rather than Belgium, like, and I just thought it's brilliant that all these filming locations, and obviously in the recent years, Game of Thrones was filmed here. So you know we've we've got all that, and you know all the history of Belfast and Belfast itself. If you've never been, I say banging on about Belfast, but you know it's, it is, you know, the capital. Um, it's it's been so affluent in its past that the buildings, that the the main stead of the buildings in, in the middle of Belfast. Is very much like you'd see in London or Liverpool or Manchester, um, these big, dominating, grand structures, um, banking buildings, kind of, which most of them were, um, just absolutely stunning architecture. Um, and you're just wandering around and, and just having a cracking time. And the town hall is where we got married. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. But if you do visit, uh, there's a few places you, you must do. You must do the coast road going north but from the, the shore road from Belfast. Just head north. It's all signposted, brown signs, coastal route. And it'll take you all the way around the coast, um, all the way past Giant's Causeway. Go to the Giant's Causeway. Absolutely marvellous, natural rock formations, hexagonal rock formations, the big crystals of... Uh, basalt that, that cools so quickly it formed these really really unique massive crystals um, used in many films as well again 
Um, Game of Thrones tour as well is up there. You can you can you can go along the route and find all the film locations. Many of them were actually near where my mum lives, and they used horses from her village. and And during I think season one or season two, when my mum lived in her old house in the village, Sean Bean actually sat on her wall, and she was very annoyed because she was at work. And uh, Sean Bean was apparently sat on her wall um, drinking a brew because some of the cast came to the village for a break because they were literally filming literally down the road from her, which is, which is super cool. Uh, you got the Titanic Museum because Titanic was built in Belfast. That's an amazing place. You've got the sports of Belfast. You've got football, rugby, American football, ice hockey, the Belfast Giants, you know. There's, there's so much. There's so much. Going south from Belfast, there's a coastal route going south through Newton Ards. Go to Donaghty. It's a beautiful place. It sounds nothing like it's spelt. You'll find that with a lot of places in in, in Ireland. Um, yeah, just just explore. Just get out there. We, me and my wife today, we we spent a night in a hotel, and we went to the Ulster Folk Museum today, which also has a transport museum with it. And brilliant day out, especially if you've got children. And they they've literally taken old houses and basically rebuilt them on site. And they've got this little village with churches and stuff, and they're all reconstructed from elsewhere in 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 the UK, like mainly from Ireland, but some things from the UK, yeah, from mainland Britain. Um, just fantastic. Um, I can't praise it enough for how it's developed in the last twenty years. Um, it's a city that I've I've always felt safe in Northern Ireland, but I I feel even safer now. It's you 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 walk around. The people are just so warm and friendly. They they just want to better themselves. They just want to live in peace and 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 just have all the nice things everyone else has had in their towns and cities for years. Um, and that's such a nice and a refreshing thing to 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 visit. Every time I visit, I I see something different. I see something improved and um, less negativity on the news stories on on the TV, which I love. Um, so I know this was a bit of a mixed bag and I was kind of harking back to how it used to be but definitely things have changed and, and I cannot recommend visiting Ireland as a whole but particularly for me Northern Ireland um, and you you won't regret bring a camera, bring a good camera bring video camera and uh, bring a bring a raincoat <laughs> Um, yeah I'll I'll put some links in the description if I if I remember about some of the places I've mentioned. Uh, but I think that's it for now. Thank you very much for listening. Check out my social media page, Stephen Speak. Stephen Speak. What am I saying? Ah, Infinite Prattle. I rebranded. Rebranded. Infinite Prattle, Stephen. Infinite Prattle. Infinite Prattle. Um. So yeah, to go and check out Infinite Prattle. Um. StephenSpeak.com has has now been updated. You'll you'll be happy to know. Uh, I'm still working on it. I'm still, still getting there. Still things to do. Um, yeah, but just, just go and check stuff out and, uh, and give me some feedback. Always like to have feedback. If you have, if I put a post up, just reply to it, like it, helps me out. And uh, if you'd like to subscribe, I would be mucho mucho grateful. Thank you very much for listening, and I will speak to you again soon. Thanks for listening to. Infinite with your host Stephen. Follow me on social networks at Infinite Prattle, and don't forget to subscribe. Thanks very much.